really digging. I feel like I'm eating rocks. <laughs> I know, they're so good. You're the worst. Yeah. Before you were even prepared. You were still standing there looking at the computer. <laughs> the yeah. Hey, so um, I listen to Game Scoop. Yeah, me too. And I'm, I know you do listen to it, but I just listened to it. Which and, one? Did and you I'm, just listen to the most recent one? No. I want to lead oh. this episode yeah. with something I heard on there. Okay. Okay? Yep. I'm out of breath just from moving. <laughs> All right, so welcome to Inverted Axis, episode 41. I'm Brett here with Matt mm-hmm. for a successive time. Yes. It's better than saying what we normally say. Yeah, I don't even know what we normally say. Do we have a normal saying? Yeah, Madigan. Oh, Matt that's again. true, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm eating Utz sourdough hards. <laughs> that's what they're called, just yeah. hards. They're really good. They are. Oh. My wife loves them too, and I don't mind them. But I like the sourdough nibblers, oh. the from Snyder's of Hanover. They're okay. Way better, way better than this. This literally tastes like I'm eating rocks. It doesn't taste like, but I keep eating like. it. Yes, it's true. If you eat enough of them in a row, it also feels like you had just been eating rocks. Kind of like when you eat. Captain Crunch and to top of your mouth is yeah, all raw. Like, yeah, like, yeah. That does that to you? Okay. I'm glad it I'm does not the only one. It does to everybody. It's so good, though. Not after the third bowl. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Few cereals are still good after the third bowl. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so what were we going to lead with? The Game Scoop thing. <clears throat> yeah, but what was it? <clears throat> Almost pulled an Anthony on you there. <laughs> so on hards. I was listening to the episode with Jer- uh, Jared Petty as oh, a guest yeah. host. Yeah. And I liked the one thing that he did, which was actually from a listener question. Yeah. Where he tried to have you build your own tr- trilogy. Do you remember that question? Yeah, but I don't remember of what. Okay. So. Oh, yes, I do. You make the th- first one of one game, the second one of another game. Yeah, one. so exactly. So you're you're picking three games, yeah. which it does. It's not a trilogy then, but it's basically yeah, your favorite first game in the series yeah. of a of a of a series of games. Right. Then the number your second pick has to be your favorite second game. Right. And then the third's your favorite third yeah. game. Yeah. So I, I'm going to let you. Do you want to? Do you want to go first? Um, so I can eat some more of these rocks. Do you already have thoughts on this? Yes, I already have my three. Okay. Well, then you might need to go first because I'm still formulating. Okay. I, I can't eat my rocks now. You can still eat rocks. Just no, it's got to be so annoying on the podcast to listen no. to us eat, let alone me eat. I love listening to people eat on podcasts. I think it goes back to my wife. Did I ever say that my wife chews with her mouth open sometimes? You did say that, yeah. And it's like always when she's eating really loud foods like chips or pretzels. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Oh. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Um, yeah, I'm still formulating. What's your first game? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. That's the problem. I don't have a... I have a third one. My hardest was the first one. My yeah. second one, easy. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Huh. Okay. All right, so my first one, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda. Okay. The original Zelda game. Right. On the NES. Right. Love it. Okay. My number two, mm-hmm. Titanfall 2. Wow. Strong. Yes. Wow. So good. That's way up there, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And my favorite third one, mm-hmm. Dragon Age Inquisition. Is that a third? I think that's a second. No, it's a third. Oh, in- wait. Oh, no. Yeah. There was Origins. Yep. And then... I don't know what the second one's called then. I don't know what it's called either, but I know Inquisition is the okay. third. Okay. Whatevs. 
The bird's up there talking. What's he saying? I don't know. Hello. <coughs> Hello. Is um, it is it being is it becoming more articulate? Uh, no. You can <laughs> still tell what she's trying to say, but you can't really. I don't know. Did we explain that on the last podcast? What's that, that your bird was at a border for a week while you're on vacation, and someone taught it to say hello? I don't think so. I don't think so. Actually, I think the other bird there that is actually owned by the owner of the pet store, I think taught her. Because it's always talking about whatever. Its name's Freckles. Now, that one has a bunch of uh, words that it says yeah, to people. Yeah, that's a, a large like umbrella cockatoo. So they're better at speaking. It just said something else. I don't know what she just said. Anyway. Okay, so all right, that's pretty good. Uh... I don't... That's really tough. Let's see. I don't know. These... I feel like they're all going to be... Mine are all going to be old games. I was just thinking you were going to... So you were gonna... these aren't necessarily going to be my favorite games of all time, right? Because it's gonna, it's different. So I'm going to say my favorite first one in a series is Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, however you say it. Um, my second one would be Midtown Madness 2. Ooh. That's a good one. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> think about that one. Yeah, I just all of a sudden thought of it sitting here. Uh, and then my third one would definitely be Super Mario 3. I was thinking that for mine, but Super Mario is like... Like, that's what the guys did on the po- on the GameScoop podcast. They couldn't... They clearly didn't understand it, and they just picked, like, Super Mario 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. It's got to be from different <laughs> different series. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah, Titanfall Two was like ha- like I it thought was. Like, that campaign a- was so good. I thought of like what has a two after it, and what have I loved lately? <laughs> yeah. And it, immediately I was like Titanfall Two. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of it for some reason right now, but you're right. It is awesome. So, what's I gonna? I was just gonna ask you something else. So it didn't have to have a number in the title. Clearly, no. Clearly, it didn't. Now, okay. why didn't, uh, why do you like, have you discussed why you like Ninja, uh, Gaiden? Have I discussed why I like it? Yeah. Uh, like, I actually, I don't, I don't think I've ever played it. you never played the original one? No, like, what, what is it so exactly? So good. It's just a side-scrolling action game, like, platforming, platforming action game, and it's, like, Like Mega Man? Balls, huh? Like, like Mega Man? Yeah. Yep. And it's, uh, I want to say it's harder. Is there are there any shooting weapons or is it just all melee weapons? Uh, no, there's a you can throw throwing stars or you can get like these magical ones you can throw also, but like you can only have one at a time. If you get a new one, it replaces the one you just had, and that uses your uh, chi power or whatever. Like your mana, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which does you your can does your chi like. power refill as your? No, as your... you have to. So you hit these depending on the level. You hit like. Every level has in the background has these lantern type things. You hit them and um, powers, extra life, points. Oh boy. Uh, I was just sneezing. Uh, so you hit those things and all kinds of power ups come out or extra guys or. Extra guys? Like extra lives? or Yeah, but please. very rarely. There's also like a time freeze one that comes out, um, which is. Like, sounds, like, stupid, but it's insanely helpful in some of the levels. I bet. Do all the enemies throw stars at you and shit? Yeah, like, oh my god. There's these fucking bird things. So there's this one level where you're going through, like, a mine. Like, a minecart mine, but you're not in a minecart. You're just running along. Right. And you come out onto this bridge, and there's these ninjas that jump down and, like, jump back and forth over top of you. Uh Uh-huh. While you're running... And then these birds come down from the side of the screen, and they swoop in and down at, like, an angle. And then they, they like, swerve around and come back down and do it. They keep doing it until you kill them. Right. So there's this one point. If you don't have the time freeze one, you can, like, run through that and just... If you can time it right, you can keep running and jumping the bird and the ninja and the bird and the ninja until you get all the way to the end. But, dude, it's so fucking hard. I remember getting there with my friend and like, I don't know what grade we were in. We were young when it came out because it, it was in the 80s. But um, 
and just like playing that game all night and because <laughs> you couldn't there's no there's no save points or there's no save game and it only the only way to restart is restarting at the end or the beginning of each level right um and uh oh my god it's just so fucking hard like we just die over and over and over and he i remember i saw him beat the game and i've gotten to the end guy but i can never i've never beaten him never once even now nope you don't do you think you could do it if you had like a uh emulator with state oh yeah if i had save states i could do it for sure gosh there's so many games we we talk about it all the time but they were just so brutal back then but isn't that weird though it's like one of my favorite games ever and i've never beaten it kind of weird i think that old games like that were hard to beat because they didn't need they didn't need to make the game um uh how do i say it appeal to a greater audience to make more money oh, right. to make sure they survive only nerds played right and they didn't care because yeah. they were going to play it constantly no matter what right and now it's and like, there were way less games to play so it wasn't like oh man i bought this game for 50 dollars at the time which was a lot of money and it's not like you're going to be like oh, i'll just play my other games no, you bought that game. That's the only one you got. Well, that's a funny thing that people bitch about all the time with money is that they're always complaining about when when the topic of price of games coming going up yeah. comes up, people yeah. freak the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, sixty a $60 game standard. Yeah, they're cheap as shit. Yes. I remember, <laughs> we've said it before, but N64 cartridges were fucking like 85 bucks when they would come out. I remember that shit. Yeah, I, bu- I remember specifically buying Mortal Kombat Trilogy on an N64 and it was $75. And what do you think with inflation rates, the way that they're supposed to be? I'm going to look this up right now. Uh, what they should, what games should cost right now. Okay, d- give me this. Okay, do you remember a video game back in the 80s that you bought full price, brand new, and what the price of it was? In the 80s? Yeah, well, like... No, because I didn't probably buy most of them. They were bought for me because I was too young. Okay. The only game I remember buying was on sale, and right, it was Contra. Let's do this. And it was $36, which is weird, but I remember that. But I'm pretty sure that was a sale price. Original retail price of what was what say been, Super Mario Brothers two, which I'm pretty sure it was fifty dollars. Super Mario. So let's just do three because I'm having problems typing in with one hand. <laughs> okay, I don't know how that helps, but okay. Um, Super Mario Brothers three NES. The original retail price is that even a thing you can google i mean you can but does it actually come up with the results 49.95 yeah that's what i thought okay so let's do this then and when did that release like 91 92 or 88 89 probably like 90 91 okay let's see because um i think two came out in 88 I'm going to look up inflation rates. From 91 till now. From 91 till now, yeah. Let's see. Okay. How much? 50 bucks. We're just doing even 50 bucks. January of 1990 to August of 2018. Uh, no data available for the month and year selected. <laughs> Okay, let's just do July since it's a little bit finicky. Ninety-eight bucks. So they should cost ninety-eight dollars. Yep. So something that cost fifty bucks back then. Okay, well, let's do this then. I remember fucking games being eighty some bucks. I well, I don't know about eighty something, but and I bought most N sixty four games when they came out because not many games released on that thing. Right. How and much were those? I bought most of them. The most expensive one I re- I remember was Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and it was $75. And when was that? And that was 98-ish, somewhere around there. All right, let's see. I'll just do July of 98 to July of 2018. Yeah. That's 20-year difference. Oops, sorry. I still had 50 bucks in. I <laughs> yeah, was like... I was like that, that I'm number. not saying they some didn't cost as much as you think, but I... $115. Yeah. 
Yeah, so when people bitch about inflation and how much video games cost, they don't fucking get it that over the last 15 years they've been 60 bucks. Yeah. However, they were probably overpriced then because they were they could sell them as that so they did. So what do you think? You think that video games have finally gotten they're worth the price you're paying for them now or well, you do you still think $60? No, is I still cheap? think right now. So that's the, so that's the thing. I think right now because they're released mostly digitally now, like it's finally surpassing physical media that the pricing you can price them whatever you want. So I kind of like that because for a while there, there were like no medium range games. There just weren't any. There was dead. You're right. Yeah. Big games either cost sixty dollars, or they were like bargain bin twenty dollars, and they were shitty games. Right. Or you lost out on playing it close to yeah. release, and you waited till it was yeah. used. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm just talking about even new releases. Gosh, I so now never played new releases. AAA games being sixty dollars when they cost some of them cost three hundred million to make. Like that's nothing. They should cost more than that. Most studios go out of business if they don't sell. You know, most studios that make a big game like that will end up going out of business. Which goes back... Okay, so that reverts all the way back to my original point of how hard video games used to be. So now, I think that video games need to reach such a greater audience that they have to make them playable to a degree. Oh, I agree. Just to fulfill these giant aspirations that these developers and studios have. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, so I say I completely agree, and then Dark Souls and such are extremely popular. Which is even weirder because... They're the the few and far between. I also don't like them. I don't like them either. And I played old school hard games. But I still play hard games. I just don't like those. The Dark Souls ones? Yeah, and people were like, oh, it's cool because they're like real hard but fair or whatever but I mean which is fine I just I don't like them well there there should be but there are other games that are really hard that I like like Super Meat Boy is really hard yeah, but, but I like it to me whenever you go back to like a 2D side scroller like you just you just explained okay the level that you described where you're trying to jump over those birds and jump over the ninjas granted you didn't have to do it that way or maybe the game wasn't intended to be that way but there there's a way to play it and beat it Oh yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of like pattern recognition where yes. Dark Souls so yeah. seems a little bit purposefully bad or purposefully hard. Like yes, they're like I agree. they're like okay, we're gonna make you have to time everything perfectly. Yeah, and instead of giving you a little bit of wiggle room, it's like no, you need to be dead on. Yeah, the enemies hit way harder than they probably should. Yeah, whereas those older games like that, they. I don't want to say they purpose. Well, maybe they did purpose. I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I, can't, I think they were trying to crazy hard just, thinking. just to get some replay value out of it. Honestly, you think so? Yeah. Like, how long would you have played? Like, for example, Contra. You're supposed to only have three lives, right, to start. But everyone puts in the code and gets thirty, and then they beat the game. Right? Do you know okay. how long that game takes to beat? I don't actually. Thirty I minutes. Know. Really? Yes. Do you know how long I played that game when I was younger? Yeah, that's true. Like hours and hours and hours. And I've run through it now, and it takes 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that's how long that game is? It's nothing. That is weird when you look at them that way. Yeah. I I always think, I always go back to the, the tried and true for me growing up that I, when I think of like what was a really hard game growing up, it was, um, First thing that comes to mind is Battletoads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was It was impossible. just It's just brutal. Yeah. And then I also think of um, Paperboy. I played a lot of Paperboy <laughs> in the NES. <laughs> yeah. That was a like really Paper difficult Boy, game. Yeah, it is hard. Um, but with the old games like that, I feel like as you're playing, you have a very linear progression to go through. Okay? We're like- Most of the time. We're like, okay, uh, Skyrim, for example. Skyrim's super huge. Yeah. And there clearly is a progression to it. Yeah. But as your enemies get stronger, so do you. Yeah. Well, that was a fairly new thing, though. Right. Whereas these old school games, it was like, okay, you uh, arbitrarily, you beat the first level, it had 10 enemies. Second level, 20 enemies. Yeah. Third level, 30 enemies. Yeah. You know, it's like, it just, it, 
every time you beat something, you beat a level, it has to... I feel like the game developers thought to themselves, it has to get harder. We yeah. have to make it harder. Well, and it games... gets to a point where there's just so much going on that it's just chaotic and you well, can't even do it. So there's some games that did that. And then there's games like Ninja Gaiden that like the platforming got harder. And so the platforming got harder and they added enemies. <laughs> like or or new enemies for that matter. Well that's the thing, though like like they can't just if you rehash something from a previous level, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be called a hack. In my opinion, like I feel like people are like, "Oh, this is just the same thing as last time. Just the dude's black instead of brown this <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. or blue instead of red, or yeah, something stupid that's usually like that." Blue and red. But they, uh, they, I feel like they have to add to it and make it make it even more difficult. But uh, old games being difficult, I agree with you. I never thought to myself, and I still don't think that was a thing. Like I'd love to know. You don't think what was a thing? Like they made him purposefully hard for replay value. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't think, I think making a game hard in a developer's mind would push you away from that game. The thing is, when I was young and I was playing Ninja Gaiden or Battletoads, I didn't think of it as hard. Right. Me neither. I just thought of it as, wow, I keep playing this game. You know, it didn't, it never crossed my mind. This is a hard game. I think people look at it in the inverse and make it an make it an excuse. Um, I mean, now I do. Like you play Super Mario Brothers or you play Battletoads, it's clear one is a hard game and right. one is not. But when I grew up, I think that um, I didn't. I, I knew my parents didn't have much money to buy me video games, and a lot of my video games came secondhand. Right. So the whole theory that people have, where it's like, oh, well, you know people didn't buy as many games and you were a young kid and you only got one per year from Christmas or your birthday or something. They always make that the excuse when, um, for why you replay something so much. Yeah. And I, I think that's true. You know, people are like, Oh, yeah, for uh, some people it is. Yeah. yeah for, for me for some you, people. apparently. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I can't remember where I was going with that, that exact thought, but that, that's why I replayed things so much. And again, just like you just said, I didn't think, oh man, this is hard. There were games where I was like so pissed at them. Yes, like, there were games so where mad. I would get really mad and I've played since and been oh, it's because this game's bad. Yes. I was just going <laughs> to say that's where I was going with that. It's not because so, it was hard. It's just not a good game. And when growing up, I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like I was so mad at myself yeah. because I couldn't beat the level. Yeah. And then looking back on it and having people explain that to me and like bring it to my attention, I'm like, you know what? You're right. This game was just awful. Yeah. Like, uh, what was the game? Uh, Connor was playing this game. Uh, oh, uh, I think it's Iron Man three, maybe on the or some one of the Iron Man games. It was on Wii or something. He's like, this game is really hard, and I was like, well, here I'll help you with it. And I sat down and tried and help him, and it's actually the controls were so bad because it used like movement and crap, and they were just so bad. It's like this game's not hard, bud. You just it, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah. But it was Iron Man, which is his favorite thing ever. Then. And he wanted to play it. Yeah. So he kept playing it, but it was just a bad game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I came across a lot of that growing up. So, like, uh, I was going to... The Ninja Gaiden being hard thing, I was going to uh, combine with what I'm playing, if you want me to. Yeah, go right ahead. No, I was kind of so, trying to... We, we seem to be the last couple episodes we've been leading with that, so I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. Yeah, that's that's cool. I didn't know if you wanted to save for the second half or not, though. No, not at all. Actually, uh, I have a uh, a plan for the second half. So okay. we'll talk about what, we're, what we've been playing. Okay. Um, mine's not a whole new, so I'll let you lead. Okay. And, uh, so go. Ninja Gaiden was very hard, and I was looking to buy The Messenger, which is a new game. Came out on apparently just Switch and PC right now. So you but, did you mention that in the last episode about the I think messenger I said at all? That I wanted to buy it. Maybe I can't. Did remember. you explain what the messenger was at all? I think at some point we have talked about. It. But anyway, it's a it's a side scrolling action game that's like an eight bit style. Um, should I give away what happens in the game? Yeah, go right okay. ahead. It's so, only it's only being released on the Switch, right? 
no, it's on Switch and PC right now. I think it's going coming to everything eventually, but whatever. Yeah. Nobody listens to us anyway. That's true. So anyway, halfway through the game, it changes to sixteen bit. Oh, that's you right. Time travel. Yes, we. You know what? We did discuss this I last thought we episode. Did. Okay. So I'm, now but, I remember Anthony getting all confused because yeah. clearly this is a confusing. <laughs> but uh, what I didn't know, so it, it looks like Ninja Gaiden, like your guy's a ninja. Right. And you can wall jump and use a sword and all that shit. And it's, so um, what I didn't know is halfway through the game, it also changes from a action platforming game to like a Metroidvania style game. That's right. Now, yeah, this is all coming back now yeah. from last episode. I didn't know that before. But anyway, so... I wanted to get this really bad. Like I was, I'm, re- I was real excited about this game, right? Right. And uh, it came out Thursday, and I bought it. I actually pre-ordered it because it was like three dollars off for some weird reason on the uh, Switch. So, uh, but then I was sitting there thinking before I played it, and I was thinking about Ninja Gaiden being so hard. And right. Everyone says this game's supposed to be like that game, and I'm like, I really liked that. Like it's one of my favorite games. But is it because I played it so much as a kid and now playing a new game that's that hard, I would just get annoyed with it and I would not like this game? This crossed my mind the day, like Thursday, it was downloaded, but I hadn't played it yet until I oh, was going to get home. Oh, you bought it, though. Yeah, but I had already oh, well, bought it. Well, you... I know. But then I was like, oh, shit, am I going to not like it because it's going to be crazy hard like Ninja Gaiden and I only like that game because I played the crap out of it because I had nothing else to play? But, uh... Have you played it yet? I have. Okay. I've played a, yeah, go ahead. several hours of it now. And, uh, my fears were not, uh, founded. Good. Founded? You were, right? your fears were unfounded, so yeah. 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 Yeah, there I you just go. worded it weird. Um, it is fair, it's fairly hard. I wouldn't say so far it's as hard as Ninja Gaiden, but it's fairly hard. Uh, very similar. Pretty similar. I mean, obviously, updated. Like you have more powers and more. There's more buttons on the controller. So. Is this supposed to be a spiritual successor to Ninja Gaiden? I don't think so because I think the guy just really liked it and apparently liked Metroid. Maybe I don't know. Oh, so this is another Axiom Verge type thing? I don't know. Like it's clearly like they even referenced Ninja Gaiden in it. So they clearly know what they're doing with it, but it's definitely updated. Like Ninja Gaiden, you had the sword button and the jump button, and you hit up and the sword button to use your magic. This game has the sword button, jump button, like, and you get like grappling hooks and wing suits, and like all the buttons do something eventually. You know what I mean? Like right. it's definitely an updated game. Um. But I don't think it's quite as hard, at least not so far, which is fine with me. It's hard enough. I actually enjoy it quite a bit so ha- far. Have you done the transition from 8-bit to 16? I have not. I don't know. They say that's halfway through, but I don't know if they mean literally halfway through. But no. I also don't know how long the game is. So. It doesn't go from 16 to 32 or 64-bit? I have no idea. And I purposely haven't read any of the reviews. Well, that's good. Because I was afraid they might give away something else. But yeah. I also don't know. It might go back to 8-bit. I have no idea. So, I also was telling you the other day that I was a little afraid that it might be funny. Like a lot of those oh, retro-style yeah. games are doing yeah. nowadays. Yeah, like the Shovel Knight. And yeah. the, I think Hollow Knight does it. It is. Oh, it is. Like campy it, type funny? Yeah, like self-aware Oh, like, like, oh, yeah. Well, that's... And it's, so parts, things that, some of the stuff that happens is legitimately funny. Like, I laughed at it. But it's still, like, a little bit of me was like, man, I wish it was serious. You know? Like, I just, I don't know. I just wish it was serious for some reason. We were talking about that, and the only one that I can remember, and you play these a lot more, but Axiom Verge was one of the only ones that was like... That was definitely serious. Yes, and you easily... Would you agree that you could, if maybe the game engine, whatever? I think Axiom Verge could have been released thirty years ago. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you couldn't have done some of those weapons, weird glitch effects, and stuff, probably. Right, but to a degree, yeah, it wasn't a far stretch. No, oh no, not at all. Um, I think that was intentional. Yeah, but yeah, I can't think of any other ones, any retro style games that are like 
serious. Like yeah. I don't I don't know why that's a thing to make them funny. And the thing is, like, I I want to shit on them saying that they're that they try and be funny and they're not funny. But Shovel Knight's legitimately funny, and so is the Messenger so far. Yeah, and so is like like I was talking about Broforce, which comes out next oh week on the God, Swiss that, Switch. It's fucking funny. That is like the names and like the shit, and it's like go go go. <laughs> like it's fucking funny, but I can't like I I wish there were some that just took themselves seriously, and I guess there are, but I just can't think of them right now. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Oh but man, I want to play Broforce now. It just the messenger. I really wished was not just because I loved Ninja Gaiden so much you know what else i think was as serious is the new one dead cells yeah i think you're I th- probably right i think about it that. is but i'm not positive yeah i think you're right which i keep hearing about that i, I was going that. i told you i was a i was going home to buy that game when i found out that the messenger came out and i was like oh never mind not doing that now have you listened to all the game scoops yes do they address anything about the Dead Cells review debacle that happened? Yes. Last? They do. Uh, not on GameScoop, I don't think. I think they do on the Nintendo podcast. What did they say? Wait. Because I only listen to GameScoop. They addressed it on one of the podcasts. Okay, well, just tell me what they said. Uh, so, real quick, to preface this. Uh, so, the yes, it was on the Nintendo one. Because the Nintendo one, the guy who reviewed Dead Cells for them... Is also the guy that hosted the Nintendo podcast. Really? Yes. Oh shit! I was wondering if he was on one of the podcasts. Yes. So real quick, uh, for those of who you that don't know, um, there was a internet uh, YouTube uh, video game reviewer guy who reviewed Dead Cells on his own, and he had all tons of video and stuff up for it. And this IGN editor, um, who did you read his apology? No, I did not. Did you hear about his apology? No, I did not. Okay, so. Um, it, basically, this reviewer, the way that it originally came out and looked like it was, a reviewer for IGN did his video review for Dead Cells and um, basically plagiarized all the video content for his review from this yeah, guy's YouTube channel. It was pretty friggin' obvious. Yeah, and allegedly in the in the apology a few days later that he gave once he was shit canned from IGN, um, he said that he, although he doesn't. He basically said that it was a team of people doing the review, and he like took full credit for it though, for the issue. Yeah, he basically he didn't say he was sorry. It's never like, a team of people doing them. <laughs> exactly. There's so much wrong with this. You never, you know. First off, you don't ever do research on. You never do research that comes from reviews from anybody else no. about your review. If you're it can reviewing something, review. it's supposed to be your opinion. Exactly. If like, you want to go to Wikipedia and see like when it was released yeah, that's and different. like maybe some other things about the developer or something. That's one thing, but you don't go to someone else and go, Hey, what's your opinion on this game? Cause I'm reviewing it. Yeah. That's not how that works. No. And which, if that's how you're doing it, that's wrong. Which is not what he did anyway. He literally wrote down what they said. Yes. We just <laughs> literally plagiarized yeah. it. But in the, in the apology, he said that while he was in, like he was doing whatever he was doing research for it. And then, get, and then in the in the fucking apology, he said that he said to the Kotaku person who ran the apology or yeah. whatever, he basically didn't say I challenge you. He said, "I look forward to seeing if you can find if there's of you guys going through the rest of my material and seeing if there's anything else that that is like this, right? Like saying Why like does he that sh- matter? What doing it more than like doing it only once is not enough. So apparently, they've people have already done it themselves, yeah. and yeah. they've they've found. Like he did a, uh, there was, I don't think it was a Reddit form, but there was a form post that they found that was word for word verbatim of one of his other, <laughs> other video uh, reviews, which is, is crazy. Yeah, so, so tell me what IGN said. So he was it. the host of the Nintendo podcast. So and they had to address it. Yeah. And I personally, I never actually liked him when they started. They said he was a YouTube, uh, I don't know if they called him a star, but a YouTube uh, content guy, whatever. whatever. But anyway, he was supposed to be popular on YouTube. Right. And he did mostly Nintendo stuff, so that's why they got him. And, you know, I dislike most YouTube people anyway because they're annoying. Right. He was kind of one of those people. And uh, he just seemed like he was never very... I don't know. He just the way he did stuff. You could tell he was a YouTube generation type person. It's hard to explain, but like 
I don't know, like, he'd like, so he'd have like a pick of the week for a Switch, and then he'd have a skip of the week where like, oh, don't play this game, it sucks, and you know, this these people suck, and like, it's just kind of a weird thing to do. Right. You where, know what like, I mean? It's, like it's, it's easy to record 30 minutes of something and chop it down to five minutes than it is to actually hold a conversation about something legitimately. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just weird, and like... I don't know. He also, he never came across as very, to me, honestly, very knowledgeable about the games. Well, it's because he didn't have any source material in front of him to pull off of. Yeah. Well, it turns out that might be what it was. Yeah. So, anyway. So then, so the guest host at that time, I forget who it was, like, uh, Zachary Ryan or somebody. Okay. Just said, you know, just said, uh, because I think he might be the one that re-reviewed Dead Cells. Oof. I don't know some one of the guys that was on the podcast re-reviewed it, and he said, and they basically said, you know, I'm re-reviewing it or whatever, you know, because we parted ways with Philip Mewson. That's all they said. They oh. didn't really. That's really all they said about what? it. What? Yeah, dude, they have to. They have to do something about what they got to go back through all his fucking content and potentially yank it all, right? Like, I mean. You don't have to. No, I guess they don't have to. They'll just stick their heads in the sand for two months, and then everybody will well, forget about matter. it. I mean, it kind of does, though. Well, I mean, it's well, a I mean they thing. pulled that review down. Okay, well, it might be the only thing he's reviewed since he's been there. He wasn't there that long. Oh, really? No, he started. I don't even think he was there a year. Wow, that guy just fucking tanked his career. Yeah, he he did. He did. Fucking yeah, he had it fucking uh, made, and he just. You can go anywhere with that type of resume. Yep. Yep, he just really How do you it. fuck that up? You I mean, know? people from IGN go to fucking Apple and EA and Ubisoft and like oh, it's just all crazy. over the place. I don't, I don't see how. Uh, you know what? Then fuck him. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he fucking he's, he's he an idiot. Bed now laying it. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. It's t- it's so typical too. When I read that apology that he had, that was just like. So hold on, let me before you get into that. Let me look up the review of uh, the messenger and tell you what I thought of the game. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm not actually going to. Go ahead. What I think of it or what someone else thought of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's what you thought of it. Well, what I thought of it was. It was just based off of research you did. Yeah, just based off of research I did, meaning playing the game. Yeah, full disclosure, Matt didn't do that. No. That's what it was. So you didn't want to see, you didn't want to read other people's reviews about it or anything. Yeah, I wanted to see because. Honest, I, honestly, I did see the review score from IGN. Apparently, I got an 8. I did see that before I ever played it, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I've played games that they give a 5, and I love them, so it doesn't really mean anything to me. I almost never look up reviews anymore. Yeah, I. you know what? I almost... Um, very rarely, if it's a game I'm like totally... Un, like, whoa, that picture looks cool. But I really need to look it up and find out what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's hard to explain. But like, there have been games where like, I'll see a video or something, and I'll be like, "That looked really cool." But they can make a trailer look like anything. Well, I, then I'll look it up. I, but, uh, whenever I see a review on one of those websites and it says like nine or nine five or ten, yeah. I'm always like, "Fuck it is." <laughs> I'm always really? like, I'm so cynical with it. Oh, I, really? I like avoid games that have such high scores like that. What? And it's stupid. I know. And I end up playing them anyway, and I'm like, man, say. these are awesome. So, But I, I just feel like, I don't know, like oh. every fucking year Call of Duty gets a nine point whatever the yeah. fuck ever. Yeah. Fuck no. Fuck so you. Speaking of that, depending, uh, last episode, I meant to talk about, uh, um... What did, what did you just mention? You just mentioned some... Call of Duty? Yeah, but right... Uh, 9.59, yeah. something with a high score. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was something with a high score. Damn it, now I can't remember. And I meant to mention it last episode, and I think I even said I was going to talk about it, and then I didn't. Damn it. Now I forget again. Yeah. So you've been playing The Messenger, and you've been playing... Uh, what else did you say you were playing? No Man's Sky. Are you playing more of that or not much more? Of that? Uh, not a whole lot since last time we talked. No, because uh, well, I wasn't here over the weekend and a couple days right. this week. So, so the only thing I've been playing, I put another like ten or fifteen hours into No Man's Sky. Yeah, and uh, I think I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm done with it. Except maybe I'm going to go back in and try to get to the center of the galaxy, which I never did successfully the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I'm done with it. 
Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the only thing I could think of doing is making tons of money. So I could do what? Yeah. Nothing. Buy a bigger freighter. Yeah, that's all you Which really I don't do really is, need to do. The only reason to make lots of money is to upgrade all your stuff, really. Yeah, but I, I went to... You could build a base shape like a penis. I could do that. Yeah. And then get it redacted. <laughs> no. So I actually haven't... I did want to build the base into the sky like I was talking about. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, I have an S class. You didn't build a base, period. Well, so here's the deal. I did build a base. Well, you hadn't as of last time. Well, I built a base per what the game wanted me to. Oh, so you put... Four walls and a roof on yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, then okay. put a save point in the inside. Which is really all I did, too. Yeah, that's all anybody did. But it, when they when I saw the Kotaku thing about the base building, yeah. the picture on the front of their screen was literally the same exact building that I <laughs> built. Four walls and a roof. So the uh But you saw they when must I was have playing. copied mine. Yeah. What's that? The, you saw when I was playing though, I put that warp thing in mine. You did, it yeah. It comes in handy. You didn't even have to put it inside. No, you didn't, but there's just no I did thinking I would get away from the Sentinels. Did you? I don't know. I can't remember if it, if going in your house or your base gets rid of them or not. I can't remember. That was honestly the only cool thing I saw was the Sentinels. The Sentinel Walker things. Oh. Like the ATSTs. That's the only cool new thing you saw there, saying? Yeah, that's really the only cool new thing. Allegedly, when you get closer to the center of the galaxy, there's like really cool planets. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a ton of like different planets. Like planets. Not square, but like apparently when you fly up to it, it looks like a hexagon from the outside of the planet. Yeah. Like you're looking, it literally looks like a honeycomb planet. Um, they An didn't entire say planet what, shaped like a penis? And it, no. Oh. Maybe it's got two moons. <laughs> like a... <laughs> yes. Like a rudimentary artist rendition of a penis before they start filling in the, the blanks. Uh, fuck if I know. <laughs> yes. A line drawing. Yeah, exactly. But the, um, yeah, I, I have an S-Class fighter ship, and that was my realization that I needed to stop playing No Man's Sky, because I had the C-Class basic ship you start with, and yeah. when I'd fight enemies, dogfighting style, they were moderately difficult, depending on where or how many there were. Yeah. So I got the S-Class fighter ship, because when I, I came up to a second ship, and I'm like, you know what? This is an S-Class um fighting ship so i i should do better against the enemies so i i purchased that's it. a class yeah a class s class s class so they're c b a and s class mm-hmm. so i'm like this is the best fighting ship i could have it's gonna move better it's gonna fly faster it's gonna shoot harder it's gonna fucking kill this shit like shoot like, harder oh yeah it's gonna <laughs> shoot hard 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 metal loads out yeah, and like, hit the other ships like right out their back yeah only when they're facing away that's true. Good point. Anyway, the S class fighting ship that shoots hard loads, it it is a hard <laughs> it load. It's hard loads. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It is no better than the C class non fighting ship. Really? Yes. The only thing it does is during so, during um. What makes it S class then? It says it's forty eight percent better damage than the S the C class. I don't fucking notice. Maybe it's because you're still where you are in the in the uh, universe, which ma- makes the other enemies harder anyway. What? So if you went back to the outside of the universe, oh, galaxy, whatever. Um, I haven't used the black hole jump yet. Where like if well, yeah, but you've traveled towards the center. Yeah, you in that one jump so, that you made. Yeah, you traveled probably ten times further than I have. I haven't used. So in the game, there's black holes that you can find, and they could potentially damage your ship if you use them, but they jump you to the center of the galaxy or towards the center in much greater distances than you'll ever be able to jump alone with your warp drive. It sent me kind of cattywampus. Yeah, so (laughs) it said you went 140,000 light years, but you only got like 30,000 light years closer to the center. Yeah. Okay, regardless, I've probably only gotten 2,500 miles closer to the center of the galaxy. Miles? Or light years. Light years. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know why I said miles. I was going to say, wow, anyway, that is really 2,500 <laughs> light years closer to the center of the galaxy, and I am of roughly 650,000 light years from the center of the galaxy. Okay? Point being, the enemies shouldn't be any harder or easier. And if your theory holds up, that means that the closer I get to the center, it's going to get harder. So the ship's going to suck more. Okay. So it's going to 
be the inverse of what I would want to happen. <laughs> right. Yes. So where I'm going with this is I, there's no, there's not enough reward anymore. I buy something. I feel like maybe if you're playing co-op with some people, you would have more fun. I don't think I'd get a whole lot more fun. Granted, having another person there would, would be kind of cool. you're building stuff. But I don't want to go to a planet and build. I have an entire galaxy to fly around. That's what I want to do. I want to... The point of this but game, in my opinion, is there's there's 18 billion stars per galaxy. I want to see some shit. I want to explore this galaxy and see it. Well, okay? If I wanted to land on a planet and build a base with someone else, I'd fucking play any other game other than this one. I'd play Fortnite. No, you wouldn't. You're right, I wouldn't. I fucking hate that you game. You would play Minecraft, though. Correct. You oh, would fuck, play Minecraft. Dude. You need to send me that picture Wait. of the Tokyo landscape. That's going to oh, be the picture yeah. of this one. Oh, yeah. People in Minecraft have way too much fucking time. <laughs> yeah, they do. So I just thought of that. Don't you have Minecraft on your phone? I do. We can play together. I hate it on my phone, though. Can I Bluetooth my uh, PS4 yeah. controller to it? Yeah. We should play Minecraft tonight. Yeah, we definitely should. Yeah, when I go home, but not right now. No, we don't want to do it now because it'd be bad for the podcast because we tried once. We know. Yeah, we did. We never posted that. It was awful. Are you sure? Was that the bonus Feel material? like we did. <laughs> <laughs> we don't waste anything. No. Um, but yeah, there's just there's no reward anymore. And I was originally trying to do the... It's not a, a, a hack or anything. It's it, you... Uh, remember when I told you that I was trying to build superconductors an and sell exploit? them? Not an, not even an exploit because it takes a lot of fucking work to do it. Yeah. So to me, it's not really an exploit. But the in order to get the recipe for the superconductor, I need the recipe for the semiconductor. There's nothing in there. Just salt. Mm, so in, salt. in order to get the recipe for the superconductor, I need to get one for the semiconductor and also need to get one for something else. So basically, like... Why is it a semi and a super, not a semi and a whole? Because you can't have 100% conductivity. Then it wouldn't be a conductor. Because so why is it not like a semi and like a three-quarter? Well, it would have to be semi. Or mostly conductor. mostly conductor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, were, we were going the same direction there. Anyway, I have to... It's the random drops for the blueprints for these items, which means that I just travel around and hopefully I run into the blueprint for it. Yeah. There's a little bit of like... Uh, consistency on how I get blueprints towards this. Well, you can buy them too. You can't buy, buy the blueprints for items. You have to go to manufacturing facilities or secure locations or outposts on planets Wait, and stuff. What are you talking about? The oh, for, for a material okay. to build yeah, yeah. something. It's like the antimatter material. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I've gotten probably about 10 blueprints so far. Not a single one of them is the one I need for the superconductor recipe. So, hmm. nor the superconductor recipe to begin with right so i gave up on that and then the ship thing i realized to myself the whole ship thing like yeah. I, you know i spent 10 million dollars on this fucking fighter ship and it's not any better than the c-class starting ship <laughs> i keep running into these freighters that are hundreds of millions of dollars to buy yeah and they they're just they just hold more shit yeah they hold more shit for me to make more money on but there's no there's no incentive like I need something that's gonna fucking. That's what I really... was gonna say. What? So, not. I'm not saying this to be a dick. I'm saying like. So what do you want? Like what would make it? What would be an incentive for you? Exponentially cooler shit as I get closer to the center of the galaxy. But like, crazy. In planets. their minds, they are. So what do you want? What are you saying would be cooler? Um maybe some variety on the types of ships that I fight. You know they're doing weekly updates by the way. No. Yeah, but they're not content updates. Yeah, they're, they are. No, they're fixes and bug no. fixes. Content. Yeah. I They added What do they add? Skins or something. Are you serious? <laughs> That's not fuck that. No. Well, I mean, you know what you add? Different storylines to flesh out the really, really hollow storylines that are already there, okay? Give me give me a reason to keep playing. I don't have a reason to keep playing. Remember when the game first came out and you got to the center of the galaxy and they just warped you back to the outside? Yeah. 
per the review that I saw on youtube.com forward slash whoever the fuck yeah. I stole that info from. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll admit I didn't do it myself. Right. Yeah. I, I will keep playing to get to the center of the galaxy and then I think I'm going to be done. Yeah. If I get to the center of the galaxy and it warps me back to the outside and says, hey, here's your ship. You get to start over from scratch. I I'm will hear you throwing your controller. Yes, I'm going to smash that fucking disc in half. And I'm going to ask him for my $60 back. No, just like won't. everybody else did two years ago. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just going to be really disappointed. Yeah, it would be disappointing. I agree with you. I do think there's stuff out there. But maybe that's the part of the game. Now I'm, I'm starting to realize this. What's part of the game? Maybe the part of the game is... <laughs> <laughs> Good one. No, maybe part of the game is is the discovery. Just go out there. Well, it definitely you, is. You don't know what's out there. It definitely is. But from what you're saying, is nothing that you discover is that cool that you care. But there might be. I just changed my heart on this. Wow, you just changed I'm your play heart it for on another fifty hours. I don't believe you. Good. No, I'm serious <laughs> though. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get to the center of the galaxy. Well, I'm gonna the only thing the I said. I, the only thing I think I will do is try to find a system that has the S-Class hyperdrive type um, fucking whatever the yeah. fuck ever's yeah. ships and then see what the maximum jump that I can do. And, yeah, and, and I want to know jumping. that too. I think it's only like 1,500. And then you got to get a mostly conductor. Yes. Then I can make some superconductors. Yeah. Um, this sucks. What sucks? I already feel like it's going to suck. What's going to suck? Playing more No Man's Sky. Why? I got to finish God of War 2. You're playing God of War 2? No, I got to finish God of War also. You haven't finished it? No. You you never beat it? No. Really? I think I'm like three quarters of the way through it. I'm playing <laughs> it on like really hard mode, so like... Oh, that's right. You d- I, I do I remember get anxiety. that. You needed a break, so you played No yeah, Man's Sky. Yeah, I get anxiety when I think about going that's back right. to God of War. Oh! Because of how difficult it is. I am playing another game. Oh, what's that? It is Grand Mountain Adventure. On the Android. Is that anything like Mudfuckers, Tire Suckers? <laughs> uh, no, it's more like Steep. <sighs> I want to play that, but that looks like another fucking No Man's Sky. It's just a bunch of mountains, and you snowboard down them, and you have cool experiences <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, that's all it is. Fail. You have So, I feel like <laughs> Steep, much like Mudfuckers, Spin Face, and No Man's Sky, and Elite Dangerous, and... Uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Thank you. Is that what you were thinking about? Yes, it is exactly what it's I was It's a make-your-own-story. Yes, they're very much games where you have to really... You have to... Uh, you know what they are? It's hard to explain. You have to... They're w- great time killers. <laughs> they are. But you, ha- like, you have to want to create uh, an experience for yourself. Like, they're not story... None of those are story-driven, like... I, some of them might have a weak story, but they're not really... It's not like playing through, like, Assassin's Creed or something, you know? It's it's just never going to be like that. I want my cake and eat it, too. Yes, you do. Which, there are games like that. Well, I think No Man's Sky would be that if they just made the storylines a little bit better. Just a little bit. See, that's they're, what... They're I was surprised enough. how much you liked Minecraft the one time you played it, considering how pointless it is. What do you mean? Like the whole point is literally to just survive. Well, that's because it was a it was a new idea to me. It was something I had. Uh, yeah, I hear it barking. I don't know why. It was a new game. It was a new experience, and I think it was also co op playing it with you, wasn't I? Yes. Yeah. So like, there was a lot of novel things that were happening yes. at one time. Well, I guess that's true. When you first played No Man's Sky, you were probably like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I was blown away because yeah. it's it's all the new things that I get to do. Yeah. And just like like you asked me, what is going to keep me playing No Man's Sky, or what do I want? Right. I want new shit. Right. And I want something that isn't like I go to this planet and. I land on it, and the the rock formations that were flat rocks floating are now standing rocks yeah. floating. That's they. they so, do you do think that. though, if we go fly around our galaxy one day, that that's what's going to happen? You think like, oh, it's going to be so cool, and it turns out most of them are just kind of the same. Fuck, fuck yeah, man! This, this this space is boring. There's only like a handful of elements in this in space that are doing anything cool. We're not going to fly around and find planets that are like, we're either, planets are either going to be fucking barren dead, they're going to be toxic fucking 
liquid diamond skies. Yeah. Or they're going to be planets like ours. Yeah. Those are going to be the cool ones. But those are the really few and far between ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think I feel of it like this way, okay? you're not much of an explorer. Oh, yes, I am. The but the but you need a payoff because of your exploration. The exploring is not what you like. No. The ex- the exploring is not the part you like. But the, the discovery explore- is. Well, yeah. Why would you explore if there wasn't anything to discover? Because it's fun. It's not fun though. See, that's what I'm. That's my point. No, you don't. You don't enjoy the exploring. I do. That's because most exploring is boring. To you, okay. <laughs> this it, is this is ex- my exact point. Explain <laughs> that. Explain to it's me. It's a difference of opinion. Explain to me why exploring. To what's your definition of exploring in No Man's Sky? Hitting warp drive and watching the stars fly past you. Yes. Okay. Or how many times do you do that before you're like, "Fuck, this is the same thing I've saw." Okay, last 900 times. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I wasn't necessarily just talking about No Man's Sky. I was talking about in general, in life. Okay. You sail across the ocean and get to the new world. Yeah. Did that, whatever, 70 days on at sea, was that the awesome part of that trip? To some people? No, it wasn't to anybody. It was the worst part of that trip. <laughs> okay, well, that's because they did it then. And that's then they landed on the new island or the like, new, new land example, and they were like, holy fuck, look at this shit. This is fucking awesome. For the example, discovery. It's always the discovery. No, I disagree. Okay, it, give me an example where it's the exploration that's the fun part. Okay. Uh, when I go off-roading. Okay. Or when I go kayaking. Or when I go hiking. Okay, but what are the highlights of your hiking? Like walking in dirt and water. <laughs> you are. What am I you discovering? Are to, you are trying to, to rationalize Patapsi- this. No, when I go to Patapsico State Park, what am I discovering? It's all on Google Maps. <laughs> what am I discovering? I'm yeah, not discovering you're anything. Around looking at things. Yeah, you're those doing are, that in those games are discoveries. Too. You're doing the same thing in games. I think you're you're looking at it. You're looking at it in a much. Um, more articulate frame of mind where I'm looking at it very binary where it's like when you say exploring you're coupling that with a bunch of different little experiences where I'm thinking of exploring as like when you said yes well that's what the that's what the games so, are to me so I explore I'm, playing, like, I'm exploring my route from my house to work every day <laughs> right. and then when I get to work it's my discovery uh, yeah okay well that's a little different yeah that but exploration no, but, sucks no but like <laughs> but no, I I'm, I actually partially agree with you because like when I go kayaking, if I go to the same place every time, it gets boring. That's what I'm saying. So though. I have it's... to go somewhere else. But it's not when I get there, I'm not like, whoa, look what I found. Neither do I. Well, that's what you're sounding like you want. <laughs> okay. But in the games, like No Man's Sky, yeah. I'm seeing the same stuff and it's boring. And it's boring because I'm seeing the same stuff. Yeah. I want to see something new. On the way to anything. Yeah, but on the way is even worse because it's just like you just, I'm doing, it's because it's it's repetitive and it's the same thing. Yes. But anything gets repetitive eventually. Exactly. That, but this goes back to, we've had this argument a million times on here. What's that? How long do you need to play one fucking game for or do one fucking thing for? We just had this discussion. I know, but like all the time because we're poor and we can't buy new games. <laughs> no, that used to be an argument. You can't have that argument anymore. You're fucking rich as shit. <laughs> For the record, I'm not rich as shit. No, neither. Uh, but you can't afford more than one game. That's true. But I still don't buy more than one game. I bitch well, about games that stupid. I play, and then I and then I continue to play them, and just so I have something to bitch about. <laughs> that has maybe been... it's not even the exploration or the discovery; it's <laughs> that, the complaining. That is a current theme. You love the complaining about games. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like when I go off roading? Complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- <laughs> I look forward to coming back and shitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's well, that's something. All right. Let's take a break. Did we just go all the way through? Did how long, we? Look, look how long that is. How long is this? 59 minutes. Yeah, see, we did. You want to just call this an episode then? Yeah, why not? I mean, that was an hour. Because the, the secret behind the, the what we were going to talk about after the break was, I didn't have anything to talk about. 
That's awesome. Were you going to come up with it during the break? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> well, you can what. Save nothing for next episode. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and, well, that's what I was like when you're like, and we'll just talk about the other part after the break. And I'm like, yeah, we'll talk about it after the break. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> perfect. But no, this worked out well. Oh, See yeah. That? But anyway, hold on. I wasn't done yet. Well, maybe I, I am. played Grand Mountain Adventure, which oh, is like steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, it's like an overhead view. <clears throat> Obviously, right. it's, in a, it's on a phone. That's so another one of those games different. where it's just you a big open mountain. You don't No, do that one has a bunch of courses where you're like, uh, what do you call it? Slalom. You're sorta. ruining the complaining part. Oh, for sorry. Me. Complain away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a beta right now, and it's actually pretty fun. And what is it again? Off-roading? No, it's uh, skiing. No snowboards? No snowboard skies. <laughs> no, it's just skiing. On the phone. Yes. You ski on your phone. I don't know how it holds up. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. Does it have tilt try. controls? No. Well, I don't use them if it does. But okay, no, good. by default, it does not. Okay, good. I was but about to shit all over it's it. In, it's in, yeah, I wouldn't play it if it only had that. <laughs> it's in beta right now. And Ooh, it's free. I just had a great idea. And there's no ads. So I can't wait until they add annoying, pointless in-app purchases uh-huh. and ads. What they'll do is they'll make them like uh, billboards as you're going down the mountain. That would be cool. I'd be into that. Well, not into it, but I'd be complacent. Like burnout paradise? <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't. That kind of advertisement doesn't bother me because it's like real life. What do you think about steep VR? Is that a thing? I don't know. I think I'd throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fucking awesome. Because the GoPro mode in Steep is really hard to play. Yeah, like, but... GoPro is not meant... I wish it would have just been a first-person mode instead of a... Because it, it literally looks like GoPro, not like <laughs> first-person. It's so it's such a weird thing. Why would you do that? Is it fish-eyed and everything? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> GoPro. It's so... And it, like, you can hear it, like, bouncing, like, shaking, like, plastic shaking around. And it, like, shakes a lot because the stabilization sucks. They they put all the great stuff in from the GoPro. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's such a weird thing to include. But, but they didn't also add sledding, and that's awesome. Because it's run into shit because you can't steer that well. <laughs> Uh, that sounds cool. I guess it does. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that game. You should play it. That's all I got to say about that. Grand Mountain Adventure. GMA. Good morning, adventure. Yep. See, it's got adventure in it. That's, yeah. that's what you're about. I guess kind of. It's got two of your three favorite things. I do like most of those things. I don't like lots of people, so I like to be in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And... That's all. Did you read that article about the most remote place in the conti- uh, contiguous United States? I did not. I didn't even see that. So how far do you think the furthest point from any road is, including non-paved roads? Including non-paved roads? Correct. So is like this, this is just the, con- uh, not counting Alaska. Correct. So if you're put probably up, somewhere in Texas. Nope. No. Nope. I'll give you the state. Oh, don't don't give me the state. I'm okay. gonna guess that too. You what? I'm gonna guess that too. Okay. North Dakota. Close. No. South Dakota. No. Not close in medium Maine. Dakota. <laughs> Mostly Dakota. West Dakota. <laughs> How lazy were they? I know it's so stupid. It's like <laughs> that West Virginia. It's like North Virginia. Well, how come the other one's not East Virginia? <laughs> Maryland? It's in Maryland? No. It, would Maryland oh. be East Virginia? Oh, yes. Oh, you're right, though. Yeah, West no. Virginia and Virginia. Yeah. It should be East <laughs> it Virginia. It should be East Virginia, like North and South Carolina. It's like Virginia and West Virginia are like the two-headed person from any of those crappy sci-fi movies where like you have the normal human being standing there and you have that like go- oh yeah like, goofy like deformed <laughs> head like this is hey hey how you doing yeah <laughs> yeah you're right no That's go ahead a good analogy why i don't know the state give me the state wyoming just tell me the state <laughs> um wyoming really I'm give you a lesson in uh so what else was i supposed to guess geography. oh how far away uh, yeah the nearest... how far is the most remote point from any road Five miles. No. Well, are we playing hot or cold? No. Oh. 
What is that? What that game's called? Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? There's no sort of. Is it called that or not? What's it called? Hot, hot or cold? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I called it as a kid growing up. Okay. So am I hot or cold? Which way is cold? It doesn't matter. If I'm really far, it's cold. If I'm close, it's warm. <laughs> it's 18 I, miles. That, you fucking ruined it. That's how the game worked for me. <laughs> you played that game so messed up. <laughs> no, uh, wrong, it's this. <laughs> uh, 18 miles. Yep, 18 miles. It's in the Grand Teton Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five, five, four miles type type remoteness is like uh, Death Valley. That's really Southern California, far, actually. 18 miles? 18 miles from anywhere. Wow. So just think, can you hike 18 miles? Through Not mountains? all at one time. What's that? Not all at one time. My knee starts to lock up. Well, just don't walk in a circle. I'm okay, <laughs> and if you could walk at least three miles, right? Because yeah. all the really remote places that were on this list yeah. were pretty yeah but you, you wouldn't be there for no reason the thing is even to a dirt road like there's places in utah and shit that are in the middle of fucking nowhere but there's a dirt road well you at least get to a road and then you can walk on the road it'll be won't lock yeah, your knees up as bad have you seen some of the quote-unquote roads <laughs> yeah but roads lead somewhere all roads lead to i don't know the end of that all roads leave to dogs go to heaven Oh no! All roads leave home, lead home, don't they? Is that what it is? I don't know. That's not really true. We'll fill you in because if next you're in episode. Europe and your home's in the U.S., all the roads lead to the ocean. <laughs> true. You're never gonna get home. All right. So thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your wonderful host, uh-huh. Brett. Brett Thibault Zool. Thomas. Thy Borg through the third Thomas Cyborg Zool. <laughs> you should just say that. Nobody will pick up on it. No. I haven't listened to him in a while. Some of his episodes are good, some are bad. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Matt won't have this up on YouTube, nope. and we are not on any uh, mainstream services yet. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to save all that diatribe for another time. <laughs> thanks for listening, and until next time, uh, Prime Rib. Brisket.